Welcome to The Herbal Iron, your podcast on all things holistic health, medical astrology, spirituality, herbalism, and so much more. Presented by your host, Ayur Atla, medical astrologist, herbalist, and naturopath. Let's dive right into today's topic, love and light. Hi everyone, today we have a really special episode where I do a very generalized medical astrology reading for um, somebody who won a free generalized medical astrology reading with me and she gave us permission to post it on the podcast. So you'll get to see what one looks like when someone's just kind of looking into how their body works and how it functions and like preventative measures they can take to not have any of these health problems start. If you are having health problems and you want a more specialized reading, then that is something completely different that you would um, get in that case because it would be really actually looking for the cause of said health problem and then how to correct that health problem. Um, So this is just one of the types of medical astrology readings that I offer and I um, am super excited to share it with you and I really hope that maybe it helps you understand what it is on a deeper level and how it could work for helping you understand your body better and what to be able to do to you know, keep things balanced and your body um, happy and healthy. So I really look forward to this and I hope you do too. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Herbal Iyer. I'm your host, Iyer Atla, and I am here with Angela today, and we are going to do a live medical astrology reading for her so y'all can get a taste of what exactly it is to get a medical astrology reading from me. So welcome, Angela. Hi. Yay. So Angela and I have been trying to connect for like ages to do this, and our schedules keep not being aligned, and they finally are. So hallelujah. Let's get going. So... Angela was born on 224 at 830 in the morning in New Mexico. So she is a Pisces sun, a Cancer moon, and an Aries rising, which is a really cool combination. So when we're really looking at your chart, I look at your top three, which is your sun, moon, and rising. We look at your Saturn and your Mars, which are the two malefics in astrology. They're the ones that are most likely to cause health problems. And since we're doing a medical astrology reading, we like to look at those two planets. And then I like to look at your North Node and your South Node as well. Those are the main places that I look. As far as house placement goes, we like to look in your sixth house, which is the house of health which can explain any like potential health problems that you are having or could potentially have in the future. So we are going to take a look first at your sun. Your sun, as I mentioned, is in Pisces. Your sun is like in regular astrology is like your ego. It's how you present to the world, how people see you, how you kind of show up in the world, even if it's not truly who you are inside, right? It's how you want people to see you. Um, As far as medical astrology, the sun is your vital force. It's like your life battery. It's where you get all of your energy from, your vitality, your life force, your ability to, you know, fight off illness and things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So yours is in Pisces, which unfortunately means that your vital force is a little sluggish, slow or diffused. Pisces is a late winter sign. So because of that, it is a very slow kind of sign because it's in a season where everything's kind of slowed down, things are still hibernating or not even coming up for spring yet, right? So everything's still kind of asleep and the sun is still kind of asleep. So this can tend to a lot of 
um, illnesses that are like narcolepsy, sleep disorders. It can lead to a lot of Pisces having issues with just being sleepy all the time. Like Pisces is a sign that needs excessive amounts of sleep. Like Mm -hmm. I'm talking 10 to 12 hours a night. And even then that might not be enough for you. Like lots of sleep. And if you don't get it, you know, because you're super cranky and everyone around you knows because you're super cranky, right? Because you just need that sleep. Um, And so that can be kind of, you know, things that you can tend toward. Pisces rules the feet. It rules the parasympathetic nervous system and it rules the lymph system. And it co-rules that actually with Virgo. So um, because of that rulership there, sometimes Pisces immune systems can be a bit like everything else sluggish and slow and just not super reactive. So like if you get exposed to something and then you come down with an illness, then you're more likely to take a longer time to convalesce and get over it than like anybody else in your household might, because your immune system is not super quick to mount a response when your son is in Pisces. It's just like, yeah, I see that issue over there. I'll get there when I get there. (laughs) That's very much how it feels, right? Yeah. Um, Thankfully, though, it is co-ruled with Virgo because Virgo is the exact opposite of Pisces. It is super fast, super dynamic. It wants to go. And so it kind of has the opposite problem where it's too reactive. So a lot of people who have Virgo as like a sun sign tend toward autoimmune disorders because their immune system is like hyperactive, right? So thankfully you do have that side because it kind of balances it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not probably as sluggish and slow as it might be you know, potentially otherwise for some people. And you also have um, your rising sign in Aries and Aries. Oh my God. Like you cannot hardly ever find an Aries that is sick for very long because as soon as they get sick, their immune system mounts a great response. They get really high fevers and they burn whatever is in there out and they're back to being well. So that is actually really good for you because that balances out this sluggish Pisces. (laughs) Um, So notably in this sign, most Pisces, like I said, tend to be excessively sleepy. They always tend to be cold as well, though. I've hardly ever met a Pisces who isn't just like freezing all the time in the weirdest places like (laughs) that you wouldn't expect it. Like I'm not a Pisces, but I'm a water sign through and through and I'm always freezing. I live in New Mexico, same as you, and it'll be 115 in the summer and I have a jacket on because I'm cold still. (laughs) so Pisces can tend to that as well but um I've there's a few that aren't with your Aries rising you might be more moderate temperature because of that I'm usually always hot yeah yeah the fire in there and you have a lot of fire in your chart like a lot of fire so you that's probably balancing out that Pisces tendency to be cold which is good in some ways but always hot Mm -hmm. is not always great either so it's kind of a balance of course So in Pisces, if they have any health issues, most of those actually stem from issues with the feet or lymph issues instead of like anywhere else in the body. And they kind of reflex out. So these will be the type of people that come down with like a headache or something. And it's not actually the head that's the problem. It's something going on like down further in the system, typically in the feet or your lymph system is stagnant and drinking plenty of water, getting up and moving a lot and Mm -hmm. just really tending to those feet, getting, you know, either foot massages or pedicures frequently, getting reflexology done just to kind of keep all of that in order is actually really good for you as a Pisces sun. 
Pisces are one of the most intuitive signs on in the zodiac. And so because of that, they really pick up on a lot of other people's energies and how they're feeling. So you tend to get overwhelmed easily in like large crowds or even at jobs where you have to interact with a lot of people frequently. And so as such, most Pisces need plenty of alone time to really recover after having lots of people interactions or doing anything that revolves around having to talk to somebody for a good period of time. Um, Because like, again, your life battery just doesn't charge as fast as others and it doesn't last as long because of how it is. So you just really need more time to recharge. And that's okay. That's how you're designed. Most Pisces have a a difficult time with their immune system. They can get sick easily sometimes. Um, So really working on building your immune system up is like super imperative when you're a Pisces. So um, nutritive herbs are good for that. Those are like dandelion, nettles, red raspberry leaf, wild oats. Those are all ones that are really good um, for you to really start incorporating into mm-hmm. your um, regular, like, you know, daily routine. Because um, mm-hmm. those have lots of nutrition in them and they'll help. Pisces have a, a hard time with assimilating a lot of different nutrients nutrients. And one of those nutrients is protein. You have a really hard time like breaking it down and assimilating it. And so because of that, you just find that maybe you're craving protein a lot, or if you're not craving it, that like you just need to eat like way more than anyone else in the family to feel like satiated Mm -hmm. or feel like you've eaten a good meal. So they have a hard time breaking down proteins, but they also have a really hard time breaking down plant proteins. So Pisces natives um, are people that do not do well on vegan or vegetarian diets. They need animal products. <laughs> they need the animal protein and it needs to be like good quality, as good as your budget can Sounds afford. Like grass fed. <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> so good like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So grass fed beef and pastured like pork and chicken, that kind of stuff, as organic as you can get it, you know, all the, the oh, best yeah. stuff of uh, farm fresh eggs. Those will just be like the best sources for you to get the nutrition that you need and to actually, you know, be able to feel good and be healthy and assimilate enough of your nutrition, you know, mm-hmm. that you are ingesting. So that will be one of the best things that you can do. On top of that, Pisces has a really hard time assimilating any of the sun-ruled vitamins, right? So the sun-ruled vitamins are mainly all the fat-soluble vitamins. So vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, and then I always put vitamin K in there. It's technically a water-soluble vitamin, but you need plenty of that to also to absorb your vitamin D properly. So I always make sure you're getting plenty of that as well. To make sure those are absorbed well, though, you do need to ingest them with fats. So Pisces do well with a high protein, high fat, moderate carb diet. Um, You do need carbs. Everybody needs carbs. Low carb diets are bullshit. Don't do them. But you just don't need as many as like somebody else necessarily. You do need more than maybe others just because you do tend toward that like sleepy sluggishness. And so because of that, you know, carbs are our main source of energy. So you do better with making sure you are getting carbs. 
but ingesting them with plenty of fats and proteins will be better for your body because you'll actually be able to ingest them well. And making sure that you're getting plenty of fats will make sure that you actually are able to absorb those vitamins. So you're going to want to make sure that with, you know, getting those, you want to eat plenty of food that is, you know, really full of plenty of like the vitamins A, D, E, and K, right? So there's like leafy green vegetables, carrots, um, liver is good for a lot of those. If you don't like liver, you can take liver capsules and it kind of avoids the whole having to actually eat it and taste it thing. So that helps. Yeah. Um, Pisces do well with like lots of nourishing broths, herbal stews or teas, um, plenty of animal protein, like I said. Um, and then just because you are a Pisces sun, you need to focus more on eating lots of warm or cooked foods. You don't do well with a lot of like raw foods. So okay. if you're going to eat vegetables and stuff like that, which everybody needs, definitely need to, but make sure yours are like lightly cooked because okay. your body has a hard time with ingesting and pulling out the nutrients it needs from raw vegetables. Other things that are really good for Pisces are beets, seaweeds, uh, making sure you're getting plenty of fluid with electrolyte. It's just really super imperative so that your body, if it's too dehydrated, you won't be able to absorb any of those nutrients that you're putting into right. it as you should anyway, right? Yeah. So lots of water, um, plenty of like really like a soup, nourishing broths and soups like those would be really good for you where you put lots of vegetables and proteins and you know all that stuff and heat it with like a good hearty like sourdough bread and you got yourself a meal that your body will that sounds love amazing. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there you go it's all the permission you need to eat all the foods that you love already yeah uh, that's your son in pisces um another thing about pisces is that you're very sensitive to like medications and things you're one of the signs in the zodiac that is like the person that comes to see the doctor and has a list like six miles long of like all the allergies to medications because your body doesn't react to medications how they expect them to. Your body's very sensitive to that kind of stuff. So you do much better with like a holistic regimen that actually avoids as many medications as possible because your body just does better without those. So like you do better with homeopathy, flower essences, herbs, vitamins, minerals, supplements, things like that, um, sound therapy, music therapy, yoga, meditation, getting outside, just, you know, really listening to your body and seeing what it needs and then giving it to it. You'll do much better staying healthy that way and recovering from illnesses than you will if you go and, and start taking medications because your body just doesn't react as well to medications right. as others. So moon next, yours is in cancer. Um, your moon is how you express your emotions and how you receive like emotional type information coming into your body. In medical astrology, it's the distributor of your life force. So as the sun is your battery, the moon is all the wiring that takes the, you know, the, the battery charge to all of the parts of the body that need it. And then it governs the cycles of the circulating fluids in your body and the electromagnetic currents. Um, yours is in cancer. The moon rules cancer. So it loves being here. So this is like the perfect placement for a cancer, you know, to be in anything. Um, cancer on its own rules the stomach, the breast, the mucous membranes of the body. So it has to do with a lot of like fluid filled 
things, right? And the moon rules the fluids of the body. So you might notice that you're really sensitive to the moon phases. Like the closer we get to a full moon, in this case, there's a full moon coming up literally next week on Thursday. You might notice that the closer we get to a full moon, you might start having really swollen, painful breasts. You might have like an upset stomach where you feel like you have like acid reflux, like you have maybe too much stomach acid, like things are coming Mm -hmm. back up. Um, You might notice that um, it also co-rules the uterus with Scorpio. So you might notice that you have, if you have um, your period closer to a full moon, then you might notice you have heavier periods, maybe have a lot of blood clots or things like that. And a lot of swelling perhaps throughout the body from like the mucous membranes just taking it on because you're very sensitive to the changes of the moon phases when you have your moon in Cancer. So that can lead to some of those issues. So ironically, the best way to combat that is to make sure that you're drinking plenty of fluids with electrolytes in it so that your body has everything that it needs to kind of balance those out and make it easier to handle when you do get to closer to like the full moon. Right. So that's definitely something imperative. Like 99.9% of like the whole planet is like super dehydrated and chronically dehydrated anyways, because none of us drink enough water. So yeah. um, pretty much everybody needs to drink more water. Yeah. <laughs> That's just all there is to it. So um, drink water and not just water, but water with electrolytes. Make sure you get some right. electrolytes in there because water follows sodium. So if you drink a bunch of water, which is great for you, don't get me wrong, but you're not having some sodium in there as well. Your body's just going to flush it all out because you're going to dilute the sodium in your body's, your kidneys are going to get rid of it. And then all the fluid's going to follow it. So do make sure you're getting some electrolytes as well. Other things that are really good here are like um, tonic herbs, stimulant herbs, astringent herbs. So these, again, are all like the root herbs. So those are all really really good for you and your body they would work really well in how your body works um and you want to um again incorporate plenty of nutritious foods like soups and stuff here and music therapy is really good for cancers cancer is like one of the most emotional signs in the zodiac they really feel not only all their emotions but everybody else's around them Mm -hmm. and then as a pisces you're already picking up everybody else's stuff (laughs) so you probably get exhausted very quickly when you're around a lot of people because whether you know it or not you're picking up on all of their energies Mm -hmm. And then you're holding on to that. And it's exhausting to hold on to other people's energies. So making sure you have good ways to like cleanse those other energies out of you is good. Um, Baths are really good for that. Long, hot showers, just standing there with the water running over you. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you mean like cord cutting type ceremonies where you kind of sit in like a crisscrossed leg position and you you know, call back your energy and push away all the energy that's not yours. You can even mimic cutting or slicing like cords mm-hmm. around you and just like releasing those energy. Dance is good here for that. Going around outside and I don't know, moving in some way. Screaming helps a lot for some people. Just go outside <laughs> and yell into the void. It uh, it definitely works. Crying, um, you might find yourself being more of like a, a person who likes to cry and that is fine that's great crying is super necessary for the body but that is also probably something you lean towards more than others because your body really does want to get rid of other people's energies and crying is one of the best ways to do that it really rebalances your system and gets rid of all that stuff um cancer is also like the mom of the zodiac 
Um, they tend to be very family oriented, warm, motherly, nurturing, caring people. Um, and with your moon there, even more so because the moon again governs like your emotional side and that kind of stuff. Um, and again, happy stomach equals a happy cancer native. <laughs> and okay. you are a cancer native with your moon there. So, um, Cancer moons tend to really love rich comfort foods and tend toward her like habitual eating, meaning that you mm -hmm. tend to eat the same things over and over again because that makes you happy. Mm -hmm. But this can lead to some mineral vitamins or protein deficiency, which as a Pisces sun, you already tend toward anyway. So just trying to make sure you're getting plenty of variety in your diet as much as possible is pretty right. imperative for you. Um, Unfortunately, cancers are also famous for being allergic to like everything under the sun. So between that and your Pisces sun, <laughs> you might find that you tend toward a lot of like crazy reactions in your body to things. And you may not, not everybody does, but um, it's right. definitely something you are prone toward. So keeping your body uh, full of plenty of nu nutrition and electrolytes and drinking plenty will really help eliminate a lot of those issues. Right. Um, unfortunately, some of the things you can be prone to as a cancer moon is extreme hormonal changes, fluid uh, fluxes in your body, water retention during your during your period, um, changes in your brain chemistry, and pretty sensitive breasts, just in general, but especially, like I said, as it gets closer to like a full moon. And again, yeah. drinking plenty of water and electrolytes and making sure you have a nutrient dense, uh, you know, whole foods diet will really eliminate right. a lot of those issues from becoming issues if they're not already. Right. Um, so rising is an Aries. Your rising sign is your soul. This is like really who you are at your core. This is like your life purpose. This is how you want to express yourself, but you're kind of afraid to because you don't, your ego doesn't want people to like make fun of you and it's trying to protect you. Right. So it doesn't want mm -hmm. this side to be expressed sometimes. So this is like really who you are that sometimes you have a hard time expressing in front of other people. Um, Aries rules the head, the eyeballs, the upper jaw, and the upper teeth. Taurus rules the lower teeth. <laughs> okay. Don't ask me how just who divided this up, but that's how it works. Um, Aries is a very hot, fiery sign with tons of energy. It's ruled by Mars. Mars is the warrior planet. It also is very hot and fiery. In astrology, Mars is hotter than the sun. So Aries tends to be on the same plane as that. Very, very hot. As such, Anything that Aries rules is prone to information, inflammation and is really prone to like headaches. Like I said, really quick, high fevers, a very good immune system. Um, but that's good for you because it balances out that Pisces and cancer that you have as your sun and moon. So um, as mentioned, some of those things that I mentioned that cancers and Pisces are prone to may not apply to you because you have this Aries in there that is really helping your body balance out a lot of those okay. potential health issues. The soul's purpose, um, like here on earth, is kind of what your rising sign is as an Aries. Um, you're really here to like express like the higher purpose of life to other people, like learning to embrace your individuality, set boundaries, go after what you want, show people that like it's okay to chase your dreams and be 100% who you are. So it is perfectly aligned with, you know, who you are if you want to, you know, dress in a quirky manner or just right. be like the person that everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's my weird friend, Angela. That is perfectly would be, you know, 100% who you are and that'd be fine. And that's right. just what you're here to do, right, is to show right. everybody that it's okay to be them and do it in public, too, not just at home. <laughs> 
So we'll move on to the malefics then. So your Saturn is in Scorpio. And oh my God, I feel you because mine is too. And this is like the worst placement for Scorpio to be in. I'm so sorry. Um, so Saturn is, like I said, one of the great malefics. Um, it's a very cold, suppressive, um, constricting planet. It is very much um a planet that likes to restrict blood flow to necessary organ systems, which then leads to dis-ease in those organ systems. So in this case, it's in Scorpio. Scorpio rules the colon, the bladder, your uterus, co-ruled, like I said, with cancer. It rules the nose and like the detox pathways of the body in general. So like the sweating, um, like the colon is actually a detox pathway, but like diarrhea, if you get diarrhea, that's one of the ways that your body like expels like metabolic waste and things that shouldn't be in there. Right. So um, that excess peeing, things like that, uh, right. that is also like generally ruled by Scorpio. Um, so when we're looking at your chart, we look for your Saturn placement. I always look to see where it's at because where it's at determines if it's even more of a potential problem or not. Yours is above the horizon, so that really helps because anything above the horizon is automatically warmed up by being closer to the sun in your chart. So that really does help because it is a very cold planet, but unfortunately then it's also in a very cold sign. Um, Scorpio is a water sign, it's a very cold sign. So you have a cold planet and a cold sign. So being above the horizon definitely helps. Mm -hmm. um, Problems arise here most often in this sign from like the constriction part of the blood flow. And the ones that seem to be most often with Scorpio in this placement is infertility, Crohn's or colitis, um, or colon issues in general, lots of diarrhea or constipation, though they tend toward diarrhea. Um, menstrual cycle issues, endometriosis, infertility, and um, potentially painful periods. Um, periods with lots of blood clots, bloody noses, um, no periods or really heavy periods. They go back and forth between the two sometimes even. Like you'll skip a period one month and then have like a super heavy one the next month. Um, so those are things that really tend to be issues with Scorpio in this placement. Unfortunately too, Saturn is such a depressive planet that it restricts everything around it as well. So anything next to Saturn in your chart will also have issues. And then depending on what sign it's in, it can reflex out from that sign to other signs and cause issues there. Since yours is in Scorpio, this means that it would reflex to Taurus, which is the sign opposite Scorpio. So, mm -hmm. uh, if you've ever noticed growing up that you have lots of like strep throat, strep issues in your throat, mm -hmm. any kind of throat issues, swollen tonsils all the time, those are actually not throat issues, right? They're not Taurus ruled issues. You're actually more than likely having something going on with like toxic colon issues. Your, your colon is not healthy and it's reflexing to your Taurus and causing you know, lots of throat issues. So in this case, you would want to make sure that you're getting, again, a nutrient-dense whole foods diet to really make sure you're getting all those nutrients that you need, particularly B vitamins, which are found in eggs um, and liver and things like that. Um, and then you'd also want to make sure that you're getting plenty of like prebiotics, which are found by eating plenty of fruits and vegetables, especially in season fruits and vegetables, and make sure to eat as many skins as possible with those. Mm -hmm. And then making sure that you're getting plenty of like fermented foods or drinks in your diet, as well as probiotics. So mm -hmm. Scorpio in here really needs lots of 
gut healthy foods and things like that. So the fermented foods and drinks are absolutely like something that you need to have in your life pretty much every day. So that's like kimchi, um, kombucha, switchel, sauerkraut. Um, pretty much every culture has some sort of fermented food in their like, you know, normal diet. So if there's something that maybe like your family has eaten, you know, a lot of growing up or something, you know, that's in your in your family's history, then that's something that would be really good to, you know, incorporate into your diet as well, because your body will do better with one that's more tied into like your heritage, right? Mm -hmm. Um, In this case as well, you also want to make sure you're increasing, you know, plenty of fats in your diet and the B vitamins, like I mentioned. Um, Daily movement is really imperative here. So I don't like to say exercise. Exercise is a dirty word for many people. And it implies that you have to like go to the gym and do stuff that maybe you don't like with people around you. As a Pisces native and a Cancer moon, wanting to go to the gym is probably not on the top of your list of things to do. (laughs) Exactly. So just making sure that you are doing some sort of movement daily that makes you happy and that is something that you will want to do every day is super imperative here. Okay. Honestly, if that's taking a walk after dinner every night for an hour with your significant other, go do that. If that makes you happy, that's mm-hmm. all you need to do. You you are, right. do not need to go, you know, try some fancy program or go do anything crazy. Like literally, if it makes you happy and it's something you'll continue to do because of that, just do that. So plenty of that is good here, especially because you want to make sure you're keeping that blood flow to your pelvic area, especially um, working as well as possible. So like going and seeing like a fertility massage specialist would be great, Um, Mm -hmm. even though you obviously maybe aren't trying to get pregnant. It's not about the pregnancy part at this point. It's literally about keeping that blood flow in that area open, acupuncture to that area, yoga poses that really open your sacral area or work that and get that blood flow down in there would be perfect. Um, Reiki to that area would be a good idea as well. So anything like that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, And then alterative or what we call purgative herbs would be good to add in here as well. So that's like red clover, cleavers, burdock root, nettles, organ grape, that kind of stuff. Those are all really good to add in to um, your daily regimen of stuff that you're um, drinking and ingesting, because that would be really good, again, to get those toxins, those metabolic waste buildup out of your body. Scorpio is really good at doing that on its own, um, just because that's what it does. So native Scorpios, like myself, unfortunately, I have sun and moon in Scorpio. um, So I'm like a double native. And so they tend toward like nosebleeds and lots of diarrhea and they sweat excessively and their nose is constantly dripping because Scorpio just is a very leaky water sign. It wants to get rid of everything. So it's constantly (laughs) making you leak. Um, So helping it out by um, taking like drinking like yarrow tea with red clover in it is actually really good because it helps tone up those tissues so they stop leaking all the time but then also helps pull that stuff that you don't want into your blood system to have it excreted in your waist. So those are all great. So then we're going to move on to Mars. Your Mars is in Pisces as just like your sun is. Um, And then your sun and Mars are in Pisces right next to each other. So this is good and bad for you. So Mars is again, one of the other malefics. Um, 
whereas Saturn is very cold and depressive and leads to like stagnation and things building up, Mars is the opposite. It's very hot. It's very drying. It's very, you know, like active. And it is really what we call like the seat of inflammation. So it tends toward like inflaming tissues and holding on to things via inflammation instead of just stagnation, like Mm-hmm. Um, Saturn tends toward. So in this placement, it can actually make you more prone to like having foot injuries, lymphatic infections, ulcers. It can either increase your sex drive or decrease your sex drive. I find most Pisces placements, their sex drives in this placement are off the chart for most people. They tend to be very high sex drives. They tend to, um, a lot of times they tend toward like sexual addictions in this because their sex drive is just so high it's really hard for them to sometimes find a partner that can keep up with their sex drive and so it tends to lead to you know things like sex addiction so um finding a partner that can keep up with your sex drive is really imperative here um because most pisces are very um highly sexual and that's (laughs) great um and then having difficulty clotting your blood a lot of pisces with this placement actually um tend toward hemophilia and low platelet counts and things due to how fast and swift um, Mars is causing them to move. In this case, Mars is very similar to Saturn and how it will kind of like affect the planets around it. So it will affect your sun potentially and cause it to be even hotter. And so you could tend towards some of these issues more than you might if you had just a sun placement in Pisces, right? So just again, stuff to look out for. And if it starts happening, what you want to do is look to the sign opposite Pisces to determine um, what you need to do to like balance things out in your body. That opposite sign is actually Virgo. Virgo it rules the liver. And so in this case, you would really want to um, look at balancing that out. So taking care of your liver, eating a lot of liver, you know, foods that are really good for your liver. So again, with plenty of B vitamins in them, um, um, glutathione is good. Liver capsules, if you can't stand eating liver are good Mm -hmm. here. Plenty of B vitamins, eggs, um, leafy green vegetables, things that just are really good for that, as well as those alterative and purgative herbs that we talked about for Scorpio are good there too, because they actually work by, you know, going through your liver and helping your liver work better so that it's doing its job more efficiently at detoxing your body. Virgo also rules the pancreas and the small intestine. Gut health is really imperative here. So leaning into making sure you're eating a plenty of fruits and vegetables that you're, um, and make sure yours are, are lightly cooked. You're do better again with yours being lightly right. cooked. And then um, eating plenty of those that are in season. And then also making sure you're getting plenty of fluid because if your stomach is too dry, then it can lend to creating ulcers. So again, fluid, fluid, fluid here is going to be great. Um, And then probiotics and the fermented foods will be really imperative here as well. Um, Mars can reflex to other um, signs as well, just like uh, Saturn can. So in this case, with the Pisces placement, it can reflex to Virgo, Gemini, or Sagittarius. So you can notice health problems in those areas And it could actually be caused by your Mars placement instead of where your Pisces, Virgo, or Sagittarius are at. 
Um, so Gemini rules the lungs, the arms, the ears, the hands, the speech, basically everything that has like two <laughs> of okay. it, um, oh, okay. except for the kidneys, except for the kidneys. Libra rules the kidneys. It's the only pair in the body that is not ruled by Gemini. Geminis tend toward asthma, bronchial issues, ADHD, speech impediments, etc. So if you notice any of those becoming an issue, again, you would probably look to see what's going on with your Mars placement currently. And then you look to the opposite sign of Gemini um, to figure out how to balance that out. That would actually be Sagittarius. So Sagittarius rules the hips and thighs, the sciatic nerve and the central nervous system. Um, So inflammation issues here lend to like sciatic nerve pain um, and to like the central nervous system not operating as it should. So you get a lot of like either weird ticks or like buzzes that feel like they're shooting through your body, things like that. And Sagittarius actually lends toward a tends toward ADHD as well. So um, and I know you said you have ADHD, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so this explains why you have that your Mars and Pisces is reflexing to those two and causing some issues again hot, dry, it's drying, more than likely drying out your nervous system and drying out your brain. Your brain is basically a big ball of fat suspended in water. So this is why fats, high fats and tons of water are super imperative for you. And obviously it's not gonna make your ADHD go away, but it will really greatly improve the symptoms and make life a lot better for you when you are making sure you get plenty of fats and waters um, with electrolytes in your body and plenty of movement. Gemini needs like a ton of movement in their life. And so does Sagittarius. And with your Mars reflexing to those, you need even more. So you are literally a person that definitely needs to make sure that you are getting outside or somewhere that makes you happy and getting plenty of movement in there. Okay. Meadowsweet or willow bark, if you notice you have a lot of inflammation throughout your body, you're having a lot of pain. um, Those two can be really good to add into your daily regimen. Um, again, special attention should be paid to the liver. So we mentioned those things already. Right. Um, nutrient-dense diet, which we have said. Um, and boosting your immune system, again, just in general, is always a good idea for pretty much anybody. But plenty of vitamin D and C and A. Elderberry and yarrow are good to add in throughout the day as well to help with that. I use yarrow for, my, for myself, but I'll, I never thought of using it as a tea or anything like that. I'll have to do that. Yeah, it's really, really good one, especially if you tend toward some of those Scorpio issues with your Saturn to having like heavy periods or lots of diarrhea on and off. Yarrow really, really helps the body with those two things. It's one of the first herbs that I pick when clients come to me and say they're complaining of lots of diarrhea or heavy periods. That's one of the main herbs that we start adding into their regimen, and it really makes a huge difference. I take it daily myself for my issues. Um, cause again, my nose runs constantly. Thanks to being a native Scorpio. I have chronic nose bleeds. And when I started doing that, like literally it was like night and day difference. Okay. Highly recommend it. <laughs> your North node is also in cancer in regular astrology. This is like your karma, your future, the karma you have to fulfill from your other past lives. And in medical astrology, it's an area 
of like expansiveness in the body where lots of energy and excess energy is located here. So in your cancer sign, it can lead to heavy periods, uterine fibroids, uterine cancer, cystic breast, excessive stomach acid, which then leads to like heartburn and acid reflux and potentially esophageal cancer from it refluxing a lot. So again, in this case, ironically, drinking plenty of water is really good here for that. And then again, moving a lot can really help here with that because it releases helps the body get rid of things that it shouldn't have in there and um, lymphatic massages and regular massages would be good here as well to kind of help with that and then all, all those herbs that we mentioned earlier would be great for this as well as far as your karma goes this time around, you are here to really learn to embrace being like a family person who loves spending time nurturing their family, nurturing yourself, being together. Um, because in your past life, South Node is opposite of the North Node. It's always in Capricorn. In your past life, you were probably like a workaholic or you lacked boundaries of some sort. So you wound up being a workaholic, even if you didn't want to be because you didn't, you didn't have the ability to set that boundary that I'm going home and this is the end of my work day and you can't make me stay late, you know, kind of a mm -hmm. thing. So you missed out on spending as much time with your family. So this time around, you really want to get it right. And you find yourself wanting to work less and spend more time with your family. So you might find it hard to like keep a job because you really want the only job that you have to be taking care of your kids and your significant other and you know the people around you that you love. So learning to balance good. those two out. Yes. That learning to balance those two out. Good. I'm well, I'm glad that it rings true for you because um I see that in you too, just in the post and stuff that you make. You very much love your family and I can tell that, but I could also see that it does make it hard to, you know, do the other stuff because unfortunately <laughs> we need money to survive on this planet. And so exactly. it's exactly. yeah, it's rough. Um but that being said, your South Node is in Capricorn. Your South Node, like I said, is like your past lives, the lessons we need to, you know, redo potentially because we didn't learn the last time. And also as far as like medical astrology goes, it's very much like Saturn. It's an area of depression, stagnation, suppression of, you know, nutrients. So yours is in Capricorn. Capricorn rules the boundaries of the body. So the knees, the teeth, the gums, the skin. Um, the bones in general, that kind of stuff. It's ruled by, by Saturn and Saturn rules the boundaries as well of like our emotional and like, uh, you know, mental boundaries that we need to set. And Capricorn right. rules like the physical boundaries. Um, so with this placement, it can lead to like sensitive skin. So you might find yourself breaking out rashes a lot for like what you feel is no reason, um, weak knees, and potentially, this is gonna sound weird, but careers that really can affect your health because again, we're working on setting boundaries. So you might find yourself not saying no to something that really doesn't serve you or a job that you really know you probably shouldn't be taking, but you again, have hard time saying no. So you take it anyway. And then it starts affecting your mental health, which then in turn affects your physical health. Um, right. And then mineral deficiencies are kind of common here in this because of the suppression of the South node um, in general. So with this placement, so again, making sure that you're getting plenty of vitamin D and like calcium in your diet is really imperative because those are two very good um, nutrients for bone health. And again, lots of movement that requires you to do like, like they call it like body weight exercises where you're like, 
using your body weight and you're like making sure that you're using your muscles a lot because that helps build up your bone strength too and keeps you from getting osteoporosis which with displacement you're more prone to than other individuals um so as far as like nutrition in general goes we did hit some of the points but i want to add just a little bit more here um as far as the way your body is designed, your cosmic blueprint, you are very concerned that everyone around you is eating a balanced diet, that they're supplemented, everything's good, that your kids are super, you know, diets are super on point, but then you forget about yourself. (laughs) Make sure that you're doing that for them, but you're also doing that for you because your nutrition and your health is just as important as theirs. Um, And because of how your chart is sitting and where your placements are um you sometimes can tend toward wanting to follow like a strict dietary regimen so you tend to be a person who whether you mean to or not kind of falls into like following fad diets and Mm -hmm. because it's easier for you to like do that than it is to try to like plan out meals for yourself and it's easier for having someone like you know kind of do it for you but then they tend to be too strict and you wind up with nutritional deficits and then you wind up having health problems so trying to find a way that you can get some more of that like dietary strictness and regimen going where someone kind of maybe helps you meal plan but isn't like cutting out whole food groups of foods that your body actually needs is going to be really good to making sure that you stick to eating the foods that are really good for you and you're getting the nutrition that you need. Um, You tend to be a person who does really well on a fixed schedule of meals. You do better if you eat at designated times than trying to randomly, you know, make sure that you're getting your food in. Um, And foods that are really good to add into your diet is on top of the ones we already mentioned, beans, um, cereal grains are really good and like whole organic cereal grains. Um, So those are like oats and bran and rye and things like that. Um, Pork products are all really good for you, especially ones that you can get from like a local farmer. Um, And then again, diets rich in healthy fats and B vitamin foods are going to be super good for you. And you do much better with like a colorful plate of food and steaming hot foods. Cold foods are just not right for your body. Um, Again, there's nothing wrong with having like a salad here and there, but your body would do much better with like steamed vegetables over a salad. So again, it's all about balance. It's not just like eating only salads or eating only steamed vegetables, but making sure that you are leaning more toward more often having cooked stuff than you are raw items because your body will digest them better and then ultimately you'll feel better and then you'll have more energy to go and do your necessary daily movement so that your body overall is healthy and you know it's like a little roller coaster that you get on (laughs) Mm -hmm. as the rundown hopefully anybody listening will see that you know um this is a very useful tool to finding out what's going on, what's wrong with the balances in your body, if any, and how we can correct those. So I will talk to you guys all next time. Love and light. So how cool is medical astrology? If you have finished listening to this medical astrology mini series and are like, fuck yes, how do I get a reading? Well, you are going to love this. Just for my amazing podcast listeners, I am offering 20% off my medical astrology natal chart readings. These readings are an in-depth, detailed assessment of your natal chart from a medical astrology standpoint. This assessment will show you where your health issues may occur, 
what this means for you and your health, ways to work on prevention, herbs, supplements, diet, lifestyle, and mindset transformations necessary for prevention and management of current health issues. And so, yeah, if you're like, um, this is great, but I really want more or I need more of an action plan, you also get a discount for working together if you want to take it further and get a customized program based on your needle chart and your specific needs. So to redeem your discount, you're going to go to the link in the show notes and you're going to enter code MA20 at checkout. Again, you're going to enter code, coupon code MA20 at checkout to receive 20% off your medical astrology needle chart reading. And as I mentioned, you can find the link in the show notes. Hope to see you there. That's it for another great episode of The Herbal Iyer. Tune in next week for more valuable content with your host, Iyer Atla.